Welcome, everybody, uh, to the 18th episode of Weekly Roundup with Reiki. Again, appreciate you all being here um, and staying up to date with everything with Medellin Society and the market in general. So how we do this, the first part of this is going to be me providing you updates about our projects. So what has happened in our projects ecosystem over the last week? Uh, so we've had a lot of incredible work being already done behind the scenes by our founders. As you have kept up to date with their whereabouts and what are they up to. Um, so now that they're back and situated in Switzerland again, their headquarters, um, they're starting to make a lot of moves already. So if you haven't, those of you that haven't had a chance to talk to them, they're they're around in Discord. Whenever you get a chance, ask them. They're always doing things in the background. So what they did last week, they actually went to Talium's Talium Assets headquarters. So if you know that Talium Asset is our partner uh, in technology for providing our crowdfunding platform, we utilize their tokenization platform to power our crowdfunding platform. Um, so they have been meaning to do this for a while, but when they were in Bali, it was kind of difficult physically to go to their headquarters. So, um, this was the first time they actually went and met with, uh, the CTO of Talium Assets and also met with their team, um, to even strengthen an already strong relationship, uh, by meeting them in person. They drove to Strasbourg, um, to their headquarters from Switzerland. And then they also took champagne and Swiss chocolate for them as a token of appreciation. So um, they had a really good meeting with them. They talked about um, the future things that are going to be worked on on their platform, the features that are coming on the platform, and how they can integrate um, more of their features into our ecosystem and how we can help them grow as well. So um, a lot of good discussions around those areas. Um, if you haven't taken a look at the TCFX updates uh, channel in our Discord, I would highly encourage you to do that. There's um, lengthy walkthrough videos of our crowdfunding platform, which is in the beta state, and uh, we're getting so close to launching the beta. So uh, if you haven't looked at it, please take a look, spend some time. I always encourage everybody to look out for their own investments. like nobody's going to push you to do anything, but you are responsible for keeping in touch with uh, what's happening in the projects that you're investing your time and energy and money in, right? So it's up to you to know what's happening and ask questions. Uh, so I encourage everybody to watch those videos and ask questions, recommend up updates or anything. The team does its best. You know, we're always thinking uh, to the depth of everything. We're all about detail orientation. We're thinking long-term uh, but we always appreciate the community's feedback and there might be things that we're not thinking about that you might know about. So we always appreciate feedback and um, would love that if you guys spend some time to uh, watch those videos and tell us what you think. Um, there's some big improvements that are coming to the website itself and um, the app uh, is going to also have some content changes uh, for the crowdfunding platform. We're, we're extremely excited about um, all the changes that are going to happen, uh, not only on the official website aspect of things, but also in the crowdfunding platform. 
um, we're also getting very excited and very close to launching our crowdfunding platform officially on Twitter. We have the visual ready for it, and uh, we are getting pretty close to officially launching it. As Leon family members, if you have stuck around, you've noticed uh, we already showed you the crowdfunding platform because we want our family members to see it first before the world sees it. And I cannot tell you how excited we are to get that product out of the door and officially be done with the first phase of our project. So um, as you know, we promised end of the year and it's the first week of second week of January. So um, we have made incredible strides in the past few months to get this done. And it's, and even just during the bear market. So uh, the conviction is high kind of things we've accomplished in 2022 we're we can't even begin to uh express how excited we are for 2023 because um with the momentum we've had and the community we have built over the past few months uh, in this bear market has shown us that we're creating something unique and it has a value and we're going to dive deeper into it when i talk about the market and the validation of our the industry that we're trying to get into which is tokenization of securities and assets um, so that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. So, um, another thing with that is, as you know, we're a legitimate, we're trying to do things right. So we have structured ourselves through the bear market in a way that we utilize our resources, uh, which are very limited to begin with, because you know that we minted in the bear market. So, uh, we don't, we didn't start off our project with a huge treasury, which is always difficult because things cost money and running a business takes money. And what we don't like to do is take on debt. So we would like to continue to be that way so that more and more value is given back to the holders rather than some random VC that takes 50% of the company. Um, so that has all been always been the vision. So a challenge with that is when you think about setting up an actual company, then the cost related to getting lawyers and the paperwork and all the re regulations that you need to, all the licenses that you need, all those things cost money. Uh, so our founders did a great job in our last town hall of 2022, again, which you haven't, if you haven't heard it, it's recorded on YouTube, please go into our Discord, grab the link, or you can also go to our official YouTube, Meta Leon Society, and watch our town hall with our founders, um, which was end of December. They break down the cost which is going to be uh, the company creation and the lawyer. So it's somewhere around about 20K for um, the company creation, about 30K for the lawyers, because that's like a three to four month process and getting a blockchain company uh, set up in Switzerland with the right regulations and the right licenses, all of that costs money. So um, that means we need funds, but we also know that things we always plan ahead of time. So we have multiple ideas that we'd like to propose to the Leon family. And just like always, as we survive through the bear market, everything's going to be shared with the community, the different options we have and the different routes we can take and whatever is best at, with the community's feedback and whatever's best for the, for the project and the business, which eventually the goal is to give most of it back to the community. We would do that. So an idea that is something we can uh we are pondering and it kind of solves two problems 
One is when we minted our collection first, we stopped our mint at 2000. So the collection is actually 5000, but we stopped the mint at 2000 because we didn't want to, I guess, we didn't want to open the mint for too long during a bear market because everybody was hurting. And we wanted to just have it open to the point where enough people can get their Leons. And at the same time, we can get things rolling on uh, the business side of things. So we were able to deliver the crowdfunding platform with the limited funding that we've had. Um, so we're pretty excited to announce that something that is under works is a potential to reopen the mint for a very limited time so that we can cover some of the costs around the legal cost of setting up the business. Um, and also letting a lot of community members that recently joined our community to be able to get some fresh Leons if they didn't uh, have an opportunity to already grab a Leon from the floor. We understand if you want to get it from the mint, that would be an opportunity. So it's a win-win situation. Again, it's not foolproof. This is just an idea for now. We will discuss everything with our holders. And that is why if you own a Leon, make sure you validate your NFT in our server because a lot of critical decisions are taken by in combination with our community's feedback. So there's voting, there's discussions, there's there's a lot of healthy discussions. So if you might have learned by now, our Leon holders are long-term value-driven, highly educated, uh, very, very, very educated really in terms of the markets and very stable investors. So like they know what long-term investing looks like. So the kind of conversations we have is extremely valuable. So make sure you validate your NFTs and verify them in the discord if you haven't so far. So yeah, that's, that's something I wanted to talk about before I take up too much time on that aspect. Uh, more details to come on that. Uh, we're going to use some of the momentum we're building so far. Um, and that brings me to the ne next aspect, which I'll talk about in a little bit uh, with the BAP community. But um, another thing that we uh, wanted to talk about was on the lawyer legal side of things, we are currently waiting on a response from Vincent McNon, who's, uh, the, who's the lawyer we're working with, uh, who's a partner at Leaks Law Firm, L-E-A-X Law Firm. You can Google them. They know what they're doing. They've been in this industry for a long time and they're extremely competent. And you know, when we partner with someone, we we hold them to an extremely high standard because we hold ourselves to an extremely high standard. Uh, so we're waiting on them uh, for a face-to-face -face meeting at this point to move forward with the company creation. They already have the documents they need for TCFX and what it's going to do and the business behind it. Uh, so pretty exciting stuff there. So um, the last piece of information that I had for you guys was around the community. So a, a very interesting thing that has been happening for the past week is, as you know, that I'm always looking out for what the community wants. And one of the things that the community has been really asking for is for us to partner with Bulls and Apes Project, which is another extremely solid project. Um, what they're doing is providing an opportunity for NFT projects, communities to tokenize, uh, get utility for holding um, their current NFTs of projects that they already believe in and an extra piece of utility. Uh, so what we're doing in the process of while we're delivering this, think of it like think of it like a sprint and a marathon. So the Project Metaleon Society itself is a marathon. And in the marathon of delivering long-term value to everybody on the roadmap, which you already seen, um, 
we're going to continue to deliver these short-term value added to your Leons. So we're going to keep looking out for opportunities to give back to you in ways like we've already done it in so many ways with partnerships with projects. So uh, we have a ton of incredible friends at this space and we're extremely proud and grateful at the same time for that. Uh, but we're going to keep looking out for these opportunities. So Bulls and Apes, what's happening there is uh, they have a tokenization aspect too. And it's perfect with our business model because we we believe in tokenization and we know that everything that can be tokenized should be tokenized. And we firmly believe that. And they're doing exactly that. So there's a there's basically a alignment between our two communities in terms of mindset. So um, there's if you look at our Discord announcements, what we need from the community right now is to show the support. So um, it matters a lot when they pick projects for their next tokenization or adding them to their roster. So we would be extremely grateful if all our community members took some time to go to our announcements, fill out the form that they have out there for uh, Metalion Society. Tell them why you think we should uh, be tokenized. So you already know the roadmap. You already know the value we brought to you. The collection is incredible. And another thing that if you've noticed and kept an eye on our Twitter, we had uh, some of the Bulls and Apes project community members literally buy some of the floor Leons and some of the good Leons um, just without even doing any research because they like the artwork so far. Now imagine if such a good project has people buying our NFTs just for the artwork, imagine what happens when they actually get to hear about what we're actually building. Now think about that. So in order to do that, we need your help. We need you to get out there on Twitter, show your love, show your Leons. It's again, you know me as a person who would never like force you to do any Twitter activity or any social engagement. I don't like discord grinding. I've discouraged anything that I've done in our discord. If you notice it's anti spamming and anti bullshit. I want genuine connections and I want genuine relationships. And that is why we have such a strong community because it takes work and it takes people to stick together for this long-term journey to make any sense. So now that we know that we don't have any paper hands and we have genuine people that believe in this vision, this multi-year vision, um, we need your support. We need you to do exactly what you do. You support us on a daily basis by holding your Leon's taking your time to say hi to everybody, asking how people are doing, actually acting like a family. Time to show that on Twitter. So show your Leons, uh, show your support, because they're going to keep an eye on that. If, if they know that the community is really excited about this, they're going to they're gonna keep their eyes out for it. So um, pretty excited about the engagement we're getting um, so far with the Bulls and Ace projects. Hopefully, I'll keep you updated on how things go, but Hopefully uh, we make it uh, pretty excited about it. It's um, it's a great opportunity for our community, like I said. So I will always do everything that I can in my power to get the community what they ask for, um, because I know what the community is going to ask for. It's going to be quality things. So you guys are my eyes and ears. And um, so far, it's just been incredible. Um, everything, everybody that we've partnered with so far. So uh, pretty excited about that. Um, with that, um, those are the project updates from last week. Uh, I want to quickly jump into our market updates. So if you already notice, like I always say, don't get too excited or don't get too depressed on how the market does. We are in a bear market in the macro sense. 
the macroeconomics of things haven't changed. The interest rates by the Fed are still pretty high. Inflation is still pretty high. So nothing has changed. If we did see a pump in Ethereum over the past week and we've seen a pump in Bitcoin, it's good. it feels good for a while, but don't get too excited. Again, I'm going to say tread with caution. If you had too much ETH exposed and you are in green, take some profits if you want to. Not financial advice, but if you need that money, take that off the table. Whenever you're in green, try to take some profit. I'm not saying sell everything. I'm just saying take a little bit of profit, even if it's like buying a burger with your profit. It feels good. Try to practice to take profit. That is a lesson I'm sharing with people that I hadn't learned. And for someone to be in this market for this long and been through two to three bear markets and not taking profits, I'm sharing this with you. Please take profits whenever you can. And even if you're a long-term holder, I get it. I'm a long-term holder. Uh, but you also need to learn to practice uh, certain things. Think about it like this. When you learn to ride a bicycle, let's say you learned the bicycle, right? You, you want to say like, yeah, I bought this new bike, but I never rode it. And then all of a sudden you sign up for a race, which is six months from now. And all you've done is sat on that bike and never rode it. How are you going to do on your race day? Investing is the same way. Everything requires practice. Not selling with your emotions requires practice. So if you held through this bear market, I'm proud of you. You practice holding. Selling is also a practice. Selling when you're in green is also a practice. So it's not just important to hold, but you also need to learn when to sell. And I'm not saying be a trader, look at charts and be like, oh yeah, tomorrow it's going to be. We've got some smart people in the industry. They know what they're doing, but not all of us can trade. So I'm not a trader, but I know when I'm in green, I'm going to take a little bit off because yes, we are in the, in the market right now where crypto isn't that widely adopted. It will eventually, but until then, fiat is king, especially in inflation conditions like this where if the market drops, you want some cash sitting on the side to buy the buy the dip, right? So keep that in mind. Remember that bicycle analogy that I shared. Next time you're in green and you feel good, just remember, don't be that person showing up on race day with a bicycle that they haven't ridden their whole life. So don't be that person. Um, I got some exciting adoption news for you guys. So El Salvador, if you already know, couple of years ago, I think El Salvador passed a law making Bitcoin an official legal tender in the country. So people can use Bitcoin just like they can use the dollar as a currency to do things. They passed a huge piece of legislation today, and I'm so glad that they did. And it was a huge landslide. It passed by 62 votes to 11 votes, which was a huge, huge yes. Uh, so El Salvador passed this legislation around um, the legal framework for Bitcoin-backed bonds. So the government can now uh, launch Bitcoin-backed bonds, and they're calling them the volcano bond. And the reference there being uh, El Salvador is trying to mine Bitcoin with the hydrothermal power of volcanoes. Um, so actually geothermal, not hydrothermal. My bad. Um, so... It's pretty interesting what they're doing there. Uh, what they're going to do is with that bond, they're going to pay some of the sovereign debt that they have. And they're also going to fund some of the Bitcoin city vision that they've had to build a Bitcoin-based city. Um, so like I said, it passed today. Um, it was a huge success, 62 votes to 16 votes. 
um, it will become law uh, after the president uh, Bukele takes some time to rectify some of the things that need to be changed. But overall, it's going to be a Bitcoin backed bond. And it's going to be the first, I think, the first Bitcoin backed bond in the world. So uh, huge, huge crypto adoption news there. Um, if you remember my last week up, uh, last week's update, I shared with you guys uh, my roundup of 2022. And I shared these funds that are raising insane amount of money for Web3. Here comes another fund. Uh, this fund is based out of Abu Dhabi, and it's called um, Venom Foundation. Uh, there's there's an investment fund called Venom Foundation. They are going to launch a $1 billion fund for Web3. Um, so what are they going to be investing in? So they're looking at decentralized applications, which are going to be focused on asset management, DeFi, uh, GameFi products. So I'm assuming it's going to touch a little bit of the metaverse as well. Um, so those naysayers that keep telling you Web Web3 is dead and uh, metaverse is dead and whatever DeFi is dead, um, they don't realize that throughout the bear market, people are pumping insane amount of money into investing in these things right now. And they're going to reap insane amount of benefits when these industries are trillion dollar industries or more in the next few years. Another thing that um, people are not noticing, JP Morgan just launched its tokenization platform. All right, I'm going to say it again. JP Morgan launched its tokenization platform to tokenize assets into digital assets. What did I tell you? We are the pioneers of this industry. If a bank like JP Morgan is getting into tokenization industry. Now imagine us who are at this at the grassroots level based out of Switzerland, one of the most regulated countries for tokenization. It's insane. If, if you can envision where we're heading with a bank like that getting into the industry, it's definitely going to be worth trillions of dollars in the future. If you get a small pie out of it, which I'm not at all concerned about, because when you build a quality product, it doesn't take time for people to notice. And then it's all about momentum. So um, having the right people build the right things and push the right narrative and build the right product, those things go hand in hand. If you cannot create marketing around a shitty product, it will not last. Uh, it's kind of a dig at FTX. They spend a shit ton of money on advertising themselves left and right, but they had a shitty product. Not talking just about the exchange. I'm talking about FTX as a company, as a whole, was a product. And it was so mismanaged. No amount of marketing could save them. So we're doing everything right. We're building a quality product, which is going to be market leading. You already seen aspects of it. And we're also making sure that we're staying cash positive. And that is such an important thing to do in this industry. Uh, the next piece of news, another extremely exciting and bullish news on Ethereum. So those of you that do not know or haven't heard about layer twos or have heard about it, but don't know what it is. So Ethereum as a chain is a layer one. So everything consensus and the actual transactions happen on the same chain. Uh, and that is why it's super slow because it's very decentralized. So it's about 12 transactions a second right now, 
But what can happen is transactions can be pushed out to a layer two, which sits on top of Ethereum. And then when transactions are batched together and then sent to Ethereum, which can increase Ethereum's overall performance by a lot. Like the actual Ethereum blockchain is still running at 12 transactions per second, but a lot many transactions can happen and be put in the same block and they can be parallelly processed because there can be multiple layer twos working together on top of Ethereum, right? So Optimism and Arbitrum, which are the two biggest layer two solutions on Ethereum. And why do people use layer two? Because layer twos are cheap. They cost a lot less gas to use and a lot less ETH to use. So people usually use layer twos. And throughout the bear market, the total assets that have been locked up are increasing insanely on layer twos because people because people are realizing that why, why am I not going to utilize a layer two on top of Ethereum where I get the security of the Ethereum chain, but then I get the speed of a layer two. So um, don't think of layer twos as a completely different blockchain. These are these are complementary technologies that that exist on top of Ethereum. They need Ethereum to function. So Ethereum token benefits from the more layer two adoption we get. Back to the news, Arbitrum and Optimism have officially flipped Ethereum in terms of transaction volume as of yesterday. Arbitrum and, and Optimism together combined did more transaction on Ethereum yesterday than Ethereum chain did on the main chain. And why is this bullish news? As I told you, Ethereum's architecture to scale in the future for the next five to 10 years is completely based on layer twos. And to, and to have this proven out already in 2023 is huge for Ethereum because guess what's happening in 2023? After the Shanghai upgrade, which is the next upgrade, there's going to be a bunch of upgrades that are going to happen on the Ethereum chain, which is going to make the layer two transactions not just cheaper than they already are, but also faster. They're claiming about 100 times faster than they already are. And when sharding comes to the main chain, combine it with the layer two solution upgrades that are already happening, it's going to put Ethereum at about 100,000 transactions per second in about four to five years. And that's going to be at par with traditional banking and traditional payment systems. And that's where Ethereum takes over. And that's where it becomes the settlement layer of the internet that we have been missing since the inception of the internet. We have had a way to settle information. We have had a way to transfer information. We have had no way to transfer value, actual money. All the systems that you see around you in terms of PayPal, all these banking apps that you see, these are just band-aid solutions to bring physical cash into a digital economy. It doesn't work like that. You can put you can put a Lamborghini body on a horse cart, but it's not going to make it a Lamborghini. That's what the traditional financial system is. It's got its limitations and it's designed a certain way. The future is Ethereum and a lot of other digital assets, but Ethereum for sure is going to be at the center of all of this. And this is not a guarantee. Why? Because this is technology. Technology is complicated. 
they might run into roadblocks. Maybe certain problems are harder than they thought to solve. They thought that merge is not going to take a long time, but merge took five years. Um, things take time. But what I know is this team, they have the smartest and the hardest working people working on this technology. So pretty sure that they're going to figure it out. And uh, yeah, that's the optimism and Arbitrum news there. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, what I had for our weekly roundup this week. She actually brought up a really good point that when all this FTX bullshit was happening and Celsius was going down, Voyager was going down, everybody was going down. Guess what did not go down? Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other cryptos. They kept functioning. They kept pushing out blocks. They kept confirming transactions, no matter what was happening in the market. What happened in 2008? Banks were closing down. Banks actually stopped transactions from going through, physically stopped transactions from going through. This is the innovation we're talking about. A system that doesn't give a fuck about some one person who might like or not like something. A decentralized system that is fair to all and runs no matter what. And it was proven. DeFi kept working. Nothing in DeFi broke. All these centralized exchanges kept going down. DeFi did not stop. And that is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing people are missing. Everybody's focused on the price, but they're not noticing that you just got hit by a nuclear bomb and you still survived. This whole bear market was insane. Nothing like that, nothing, nothing short of a, seriously, a nuclear bomb on the industry. Traditional finance, if it was hit with these kind of problems, 2008, what happened in 2008 was, was a lot less bad than what happened to crypto last year in terms of the impact of the size of the companies that went down. These were some of the biggest companies in crypto. Yeah, Lehman Brothers was a big bank, but there were other larger banks that nothing happened to them. But these were some of the core companies of crypto, like they were the face of the industry. And when you see them go bankrupt over days, that should have destroyed the industry. But guess what? We're here. We've survived. And surprisingly, Bitcoin was more stable than the NASDAQ, which is traditional finance, um, throughout this downturn, even by being hit by so many problems. So if you put things in perspective, you realize that this industry is far more resilient than some of the other industries that people claim are resilient. With that, wishing everybody a wonderful night and lots of love. Take care and have a wonderful rest of your week.